Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Friday here on the show, and it is a very big weekend coming up. There's all sorts of shows, including tonight. There is a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, traditional pay-per-view. You can grab an eye pay-per-view as well. A lot of big matches. And we'll be joined today by Caprice Coleman to talk all about that show. Caprice Coleman joining us in the final segment of the show today. We've got New Japan Destruction in Kobe, which you can watch on njpwworld.com. That is tomorrow. With Kenny Omega, Juice Robinson for the IWGP United States Championship. We've got a UFC show tonight. That's right, tonight. It is Ovin St. Preux versus Yushin Okami in the main event. Yushin Okami stepping in on late notice to take this fight. That is coming up as well. The ROH show, by the way, the main event, Cody versus Minoru Suzuki for the ROH world title. Also on the show, Kushida defends the television title versus Kenny King. We can run over all of those shows on the program today. Don't forget, Sunday is also the WWE pay-per-view. It is No Mercy. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman and John Cena versus Roman Reigns. So if you're a fan of pro wrestling and mixed martial arts, this is the weekend for you as there are a million things that you're going to get to watch. Also today, when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about this big, ugly split between WWN, parent company of Evolve, FIP, and Shine, and Flow Sports. We had a lot of news from WrestlingObserver.com. Also some notes from the actual lawsuit there. So we'll make sure we talk about that in the first segment of the show. We'll take your phone calls, emails, text messages, and more. If you want to give us a call, it is 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. We will kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So the big story over the last couple of days, what a story this is. The battle between WWN and Flow Sports. Not us? No. It's from the front page of Wrestling Observer, unless you filed suit, which I'm unaware of. I might. It looks to be an ugly split between WWN Incorporated, the parent company of Evolve, FIP, and Shine, and Flow Sports, which has been airing their events on its Flow Slam platform. Continue today with WWN's attorney making a statement alleging Flow Sports had failed to live up to their contracted obligations and called Flow Slam a failing subscription streaming platform. They filed a lawsuit for more than $1 million September 15th in U.S. District Court alleging that WWN misled them by providing inflated numbers for how many people were ordering the Evolve events on Internet pay-per-view, which caused Flow Sports to make a deal based on those numbers. In other words, when they were negotiating, Flow Slam is claiming, well, we asked them how many people were buying the shows, and they gave us a number, and so we made an offer based on that number. But in fact, they were lying about that number. And so I guess we overpaid them substantially. And now we want our money back. That's basically the gist of this here. The lawsuit is clearly an attempt, it says, to get out of the terms of the current contract. WWN attorney Samuel Heller said, While we prefer not to litigate cases in the media... It is clear Flow Sports is attempting to use <laughs> the, the press to create leverage in this dispute by spreading false 
defamatory and misleading statements about WWN. In reality, Flow Sports has wholly failed to honor its contractual obligations to promote WWN's events, has been unable to successfully integrate WWN in its mismanaged and failing subscription streaming platform. Ow. At no time has WWN provided incorrect, false, or misleading information. The lawsuit is nothing more than a transparent effort to Flow Sports to avoid its responsibility to WWN. Here are a couple of quotes from the actual lawsuit. WWN negligently or otherwise misrepresented the number of fans purchasing pay-per-view and video-on-demand access to their fighting events. When pressed for the data that backed up WWN's spreadsheet of viewership, WWN originally claimed it had lost or deleted that information. (laughs) Ultimately, WWN sent records listing many subscribers more than once and including purchasers of DVDs instead of broadcast services. Even with that artificial inflation of viewership, the numbers WWN attempted to account for were far less than those represented in its initial spreadsheet. WWN induced Flow Sports to pay it hundreds of thousands of dollars based on data that was not only inaccurate and unreliable, it was just plain false. And finally, negligently or otherwise, WWN misrepresented the number of fans purchasing pay-per-views and video on demand to their fighting events. WWN did not use reasonable care in obtaining or communicating the information, etc., etc. Perhaps, to me, the most shocking aspect of this story is that WWN is running on Flow Sports this weekend, mm-hmm. in the middle of all of this. Well, I guess they have to. They don't want anyone canceling. Well, did you see Gabe, uh, Gabe Spolsky's tweet yesterday? Yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah, it was. I believe it he was. tried to uh, tweet out information about the events, but unfortunately he tweeted out a link to a story about the lawsuit. But I guess things happen. Yeah, they they both went into it's all good mode with like, you know, come catch, watch Evolve coming up with Cedric Alexander coming back live on Flow Slam and Flow Slam retweeting stuff right back of, of, of hey, come check it out. And then you have this and begs the question, who did the due diligence for Flow Slam on this? Who was supposed to be the last word in figuring out what was going to, to, to come of, of bringing this stuff on and what you could possibly see out of it. It obviously has failed miserably. Uh, this is now public knowledge. But, uh, you know, that's a lot of failing on Flow Slam's part. Now, I, I'm not going to, you know, say anything about what they're accusing WWN of if they cooked their books and worked numbers. You know, guilty. And if whatever Flow Slam can get out of that, fine. But I think... Flow Slam needs to take a look in the mirror, and perhaps they are taking that look in the mirror right now, which has led to this. I don't know if they'll get a million dollars. It sounds like they're going to want back anything they got out of this and hopefully try to turn a little bit of a profit on it. But one thing I can say about Flow Slam or about Flow Sports is they got $21 million in, in financing and funding last year. So I'm not going to cry for them too much. And I will also say that I've seen a lot of their work over the years that they've done with amateur wrestling and how that has improved over time. And it is certainly not a failing service, but it is when it comes to professional wrestling. Here's my question. I don't know who did what. I don't know what's going on. I don't know whose fault any of this is. But my question is, if... What Flo is alleging is true. If they asked WWN for their numbers and whether, whether listen, I don't know if they cooked the numbers or if they, in, in full faith, gave the numbers. To me, that part of it doesn't, well, I mean, it does matter, but to my argument, it doesn't matter. 
if WWN couldn't get them the numbers, why did they sign this deal? Exactly. That's the biggest question here of anything. That's the most mind-blowing thing yeah. of all. Especially this is not like a this is not like a deal where, hey, let's do a revenue split, you know? Blah blah blah. I mean, you're paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars it is alleged here. You want a million dollars back. You did all that with I, I it just blows my mind. And and the people look and I don't know, you know, I was asked to submit a resume and I did just to do it. Not like I was going to go there. Or how dare you? I know. I just because, you know, I wanted to say, hey, look, I'm a whore. I want to see how how much could I get out of this thing? What, what could I work the boss man for? But like, like literally, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because I don't know Final Cut Pro and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, we know how the pivot is, is, is happening with Did with you video. try to sell this website, Mike? That's I, I, possibly maybe. I may have discussed So it was things. you. Well, I've talked to Stokely Hathaway a lot, and I believe that Stokely has got you know, a plan for success that I think we can all learn from. Well, I, I, bring this up, I bring this up because I saw on Twitter today, much to my surprise, mm -hmm. that we were going to sell to Flow. We were? Where was I? That was a legit thing on Twitter today? Yeah. I, I missed that one. Oh, no. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to be filled in on this. No. I'm certainly unaware of it. No. Now, see, and back to what I was saying real quick. What would I like, sell? John the Jonathan YWF? That's <laughs> Well, which, the video which, by library. the way, I would sell, but that's well, the, another matter. The, the video library of the, the Brian and Vinny match. Oh, that, yeah. That we, was... I got a lot of video here I'll sell as well. I, I got literally hours <laughs> belts, of video that I could that I could sell to Flow if they're interested, just but, so everybody you know, they, knows. They approached a lot of people, and there were a lot of people, and Jeremy Botter was involved, and Jeremy Botter was out very quickly, and Jeremy Botter has made a, uh, apparently, and I missed this until after the fact, I guess made a, a declaration on Twitter yesterday that he's going to disappear off of Twitter for a little while. So it, this is going to be interesting to see how this thing played out because, like you said, I mean, the due diligence part of this and the, the finality of making this decision to go ahead with this and spending the money, even though you had the money because of the influx of cash that you got because of all the, the Class B funding that you got, including from WWE, by the way, um, this, is all, <laughs> this is all very interesting. And to see how it came out. And to see Joshua Gavin's tweets, who used to work for WWN, saying that he dropped dime on this and for the reasons that he did. I mean, this whole thing is just, it is very, very pro wrestling. That is interesting, by the way, that WWE had invested some money in flow. And then obviously WWE is working with WWN. How is this going to affect any of that? That's, that's also a big question. But anyway, let's go to the phones here. I think I know who's on the line. Let's make it quick. You're on the air. What's up? My question is about the Bobby Heenan show. If it was on today, would it be the funniest thing on WWE programming? Because I love the yes. interaction between Jamison and Bobby Heenan. It would be. There's, yes. there's no question, Ryan. Facts. It'd be the funniest thing on WWE television by far. It would be a little funnier than that gender stuff. Slightly. Not Slightly. much, but it would be much funnier. Well, that's, you know. Yes, Ryan. That, 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 that would be the funniest. You've been watching it? Am I in the minority to think it was a great show? Uh, Yes. <laughs> It could have been a lot better. It should well, have been a lot better. Hold on a second. Better. Hold on a second. If you were watching when it aired, then you would be in the minority. If you've been doing nothing but watching WWE today and you're watching it, you probably would not be in the minority. I bet if everyone went back and watched it today, they'd think it was the funniest thing that there is on WWE television today. Look, look how people respond to Fuji Vice. All right, back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Caprice Coleman is going to be joining us in the next segment of the show. Talking the Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up tonight on pay-per-view. And speaking of pay-per-views, before we go to the phones, 844-411-5411. Or the text messages at 425-780-7566. So the main event of the No Mercy show on Sunday, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, they're, I guess, getting all the format sheets ready and that sort of thing. And there are... How do I explain this? I don't even know how to explain this. It wasn't really explained to me as well as it could have. But Mm -hmm. basically, there are two 
times listed for the main event. Now, that doesn't mean that there's going to be a finish and then they're going to do another match. They're basically, Vince hasn't decided which one to do yet. Or he has decided, but he doesn't want anyone to know. And so, on the format sheet that times out the show, there's one where the main event is X number of minutes, and there's another where the main event is a different number of minutes. And so, I think that he's going to make his decision late in the day on Sunday. So, I guess maybe don't put any money on that match if you think you know what the finish is, because I think that's going to be one of those top-secret finishes-style matches. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that people bet on pro wrestling, and now people are betting on star match ratings. I just Or match star ratings, I should say. What is wrong with people? I'm a pretty degenerate gambler if I wanted to be with horses and such because, you know, that's fun to blow money because, well, you know. Well, I guess, see, we, we differ because you have a gold boat and I don't, and I have to work for you and listen to you. So I guess I guess maybe you're right, which is why I've been working with Stokely Hathaway to try to maybe move things forward with this website. But, again, different story for a different day. But people actually bet on pro wrestling, and people are now betting on starrings. Who came up with this idea? Is this what Mike Tenay is adding to Las Vegas? Is, is this Why are you asking me? Thing? I didn't come I, up with it. I have it. no idea. This is a rhetorical question out there because I know we have affiliates in Vegas. And th- like, Where was the demand for this? Like, I can almost see it with wrestling, but like the demand for like what a small type of like subculture of a subculture of a subculture of what is Dave going to rate this match? And could Dave be on the take now? A uh, quick note here, then we'll go to the phones. Brian, this is Sil. I'm writing in from India. It's a text message. He texted me from India. Hi, Sil. I know I'm a bit late on this, but the Jinder promo from SmackDown was awful, super crass. The worst part is they have been pushing him in Hindi commentary as a massive patriotic babyface. This reflects terribly on their big Indian babyface champion, a 19th century racist. That's from India, everybody. Especially during a holiday week, too. You got Sonny Leone and condoms and you got... This happening with Jinder Mahal. This is terrible right now. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, this is Paul in Barbersville. And, that was all uh, true what I said. A ring of, since there's a Ring of Honor uh, pay-per-view tonight, I've been uh, getting caught up on ROH TV. Yes. And uh, they've actually done a really nice little job of promoting the Cody Rhodes-Minoru Suzuki match, despite... Uh, Minoru not being on ROH TV yet. They have this little uh, hype video put up that looks like uh, has horror movie music playing. It's Minoru is just wrecking dudes, and uh, they are the announcer describes him as a mixed martial arts pioneer and the man with the worst personality in the world. Oh, hey, whoa, hold on a second, man. The man with the worst personality in the world. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Yes. You're telling me that Minoru Suzuki has a worse personality than Dolph Ziggler, for example, just to throw out a random name that just came into my head for no reason? Well, who's more likely to attack you, Minoru Suzuki or Dolph? Well, I'm sure, actually, me, probably Dolph. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, it would probably be Minoru Suzuki, though. I mean, actually, I don't know. Would Minoru do it or the rest of his crew? That's what Joey's got to worry about for. I mean, he may have the worst anyway. attitude, but not the worst personality. That's my issue with this year. Great haircut, though. Anyway, uh, they've been uh, doing this little storyline where the first week after... Paul is not dealing with our nonsense uh, here. Go ahead, Paul. All right. 
The first week uh, after this is announced, Cody Rhodes is just freaking out. He's acting terrified. He can't believe this match has been signed. The second week, he's kind of delusional about his chances, and he's ranting and raving about how he's going to stretch Minoru Suzuki and make him call him daddy. Excuse me, Cody and Rhodes is going to stretch Minoru Suzuki and make him call him daddy? Yes, that's what he's claiming. Uh-huh, okay. And uh, the third week, he's seemingly in denial about it. He has had this big gold ring made that he is asking people to kiss. Which I have seen the ring. The literal, yes. yes. The literal ring of honor. Yes, And as he's beautiful. doing this, the uh, play-by-play guy, I can't remember the name of the new one, uh, is just begging him, don't you know you're going to be fighting Minoru Suzuki? That man ends careers. So... I'm thinking, like, I doubt they would put the belt on Minoru, but I'm thinking Cody is in for some kind of painful, terrible humiliation tonight. Uh, Maybe Minoru might force him to eat the ring or something. Well, this sounds like a selling point for this pay-per-view tonight. Man. Uh, Also, Simp, I've noticed something. Uh, Uh Chuck Taylor, the original, is going to be fighting uh, uh, the villain Marty Skrull tonight. And... ROH is advertising him as Chucky C, which means that uh, Stokely Hathaway's uh, very handsome identical cousin still owns the rights and trademark to the name Chuck Taylor. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And it is is truly his name. Chuck Taylor, TM, trademarked is what that means. How in the world can you trademark Chuck Taylor? He's an all-star, you know. That's ridiculous. Why? It's just People ridiculous. trademark names all the time. Look, we just talked about the, this week when you were reading the, the WWE release that had all the R's and the TM's and all right there to make you remember that these are registered trademarks and home of WWE. No, uh, but my point is, my point is, he's named after a shoe. Well, that... You don't think there's people named Chuck Taylor in this world? No, but you can't trademark that. Like, like look, hold on a second. If I went into wrestling... Yeah? And I decided that my name was going to be Nike... Yeah? I can trademark that... Well, no, you can't actually because well, remember, then how we can had, they trademark Chuck Taylor? We we had this happen with Brian Adidas. Here's how: because if your name is actually Chuck Taylor and you have actually, it's like Sting being there's but a that's Sting not in his wrestling. Name. There, but he actually has a trademark for that. Whereas there's the singer Sting who got it in the realm of rock music, where you can't infringe upon his trademark. He only had a limited trademark that applied to music only, which allowed. Uh, Steve Borden, the man, you know, the man called Sting so to it, be Sting. So I could trademark my name as Nike as a professional wrestler in the professional wrestling arena. Depending on how Nike has trademarks, and I would assume as a company their size with their amount of money, they probably have all their I's dotted and T's crossed, but I guess you could try. Uh, you know what? I am going to try. I'm going to come back as Nike. Thank you very much for the call. I really appreciate it. You know, I kind of actually want, since Paul said it, I actually want... Cody Rhodes uh, to make Minoru Suzuki call him daddy. That way, Minoru Suzuki can actually be a part of the Rhodes bloodline and be the great-grandson of a plumber. On that note, this person says, maybe Flo wants to buy figure four for access to Orlando Jordan's time machine. What, so they can go back in time and not sign this deal? Is that what you're saying here? That's probably a lot of ills could be cured. This person here says, Leo Rush does not seem to know who Rush is. He's talking about the wrestler or the band? Oh, man, don't let Carl Stern hear that, because if we get bought 
by Flow Slam and WWN is still around and, and it's found out that Leo Rush does not know who the band Rush is, Carl Stern is going to wreak havoc. Wait till Carl hears that I hate Rush. That band. What did you say? You heard me. The band or the, 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 band. the, the luchador? The band. You are. What is wrong with you? I, I just think they suck. Why? Because they're Canadian? I just don't like their songs. I think they're terrible. I'm, a, I'm allowed an opinion. What are you arguing and this I, week? I this just is bizarre. know that somebody, I just know that Scott's going to play a Rush song on the way back from this break. I just can guarantee it here. And it'll probably be great. Like, like, like Limelight or something like that. That's a great song. It's a complex song, an amazing song. It's a great rock and roll band from Canada, unlike other rock and roll bands that have cruises, which are, were just awful with, with washed up people from Manitoba or wherever the hell he's from. Nobody cares. He's stupid. Funny you should mention that. Could you? Could the reason that Mike is banned from the Jericho cruise be because he continually besmirches the good name of Larry Dallas, who is a guest on the cruise? Could be. You think Larry C. Dallas is going to be allowed on that cruise? He's for on God's it. sakes, Lagreca is going to be the only one. Uh, I don't. He's I. Uh, he's actually on the cruise. I'll believe that when it happens. They're going right. to end up subbing him out with uh, Bubba Ray. First says, Brian, you could not be more wrong about that Alistair Black segment on NXT, top to bottom. I can't call in. I'm at work delivering pizza, but I'll call in tomorrow. Well, I'm not on tomorrow. Is that why you're going to call in? But my point of that Alistair Black segment was, I thought that the segment ended in a fantastic manner. I thought it was a great ending. However, my issue was, Alistair Black always seemed so cool because he was a guy with a great entrance, and he never spoke, and there was an aura about him. And then this week they brought him out in a suit and they made him cut a generic promo and they made him like every other guy on the roster. Now, if you'd like to argue that that wasn't the case, then go for it. I'd be happy to hear it. But as a viewer, that's what I thought. Hey, now he's just another guy. Well, hey, And it makes me mad because he was really cool prior to that. This is the great part about NXT. If they amend this immediately and don't run with it any further and stop it and we are right back to, to where we... We should be, and I don't know what the tapings have been like. I didn't see any spoilers or anything like that. And all that has been fixed and amended. Well, then good. That You tried something, it didn't work, and, and that's how it goes. But if we keep on with it, that's when the problems come. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. In this tight labor market, finding new employees can be tough. Whether you're the business owner or an HR professional, you want access to highly qualified candidates fast. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, no matter the industry, with Indeed you get immediate access to a high-quality pool of talent with no long-term contracts or upfront fees. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Independent research shows six times more hires are delivered through Indeed than any other job site, making Indeed your one-stop source for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com offer. That's Indeed.com offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. If you are age 85 or younger... 
Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage. And the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All righty, we're back here in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I believe we've got Caprice Coleman here on the line. Caprice, uh, you are, are you are believing th- right. Your faith is awesome right now because <laughs> you believe the right thing. Caprice Coleman is on the other line. I hear you're on your way to the building in an Uber. Is that right? I am, and I'm actually using the Uber carpool now, and and uh, it's me and Beer City Bruiser, and there are two people already in here with the Uber carpool, and so Bruiser's sitting in the front seat, and I'm sitting in the back seat, and everybody's the size of Bruiser, so <laughs> I'm crammed. <laughs> the sound, can you do a ride-along? Can you do like an ROH version of a ride-along with you and the Beer City Bruiser? That'd be amazing. Okay. Uh, you want me to put it on speakerphone? Sure, may as yeah. well. Okay. So basically, Beer City, what happened is they, they knew they was on the phone with me and they were cool. But when they found out I was on the phone with you, I'm not important anymore. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Come on now. This is double the awesometicity right here. Yeah, we're a big fan. We had Beer City Bruiser on a Christmas show. We were all drinking, and we called Beer City, and he was drinking, and it was a good old time. That was a lot of fun. I remember that. That's right. Now, now, now does Beer drink in the car when he's not driving, just out of curiosity? Normally I do, yeah, but uh, we've been Ubering lately, so I can't find a good beer that lasts long enough for the ride. Oh, man. We're in Uber, so you can't Uber beer. You get in trouble. Are we allowed to drink while we're in Uber? That's what I've always figured. Yeah? I hope so. Now, okay. see, now you've got the other people riding with us curious if we can drink in here. I'm hey, hey. And the, and the hey. rider's not saying anything. He doesn't want to 
answer that question. You know, well, God, let him, man, let him drink, man. Fat tip, fat tip. I mean, oh, it, we, got the, we got the approval of the drinking. Oh, man, it's Las Vegas. If you were Ubering anywhere else, it'd be questionable, but it's Las Vegas. How can yeah, you not drink in the in the Uber in Las Vegas? In Vegas, I think in Vegas we're okay. He <laughs> said it's okay to drink in the, drink in the Uber. Yeah, so. so you can drink and ride. You yeah. can't drink and drive. All right, well, Caprice. If he's, if he's drinking, then I got a problem. I got to ask you some questions here on the air. I got to ask you a few questions about tonight. What's what's your plan tonight? What's going on with this show? Oh man, my plan tonight is to enjoy a very awesome international event uh, that I'm excited to see. I'm going to be rooting for my boy Kenny King uh, to be the new television champion as he wrestles Kushida. I believe that's going to probably steal the show. Um, I'm actually a fan of both of them, to be honest. But of course, uh, all the time that I spent with Kenny King and him being in the hometown. I think that's going to be one of the uh, show stillers tonight. I'm also looking towards the world title match uh, tonight, of course. Um, anytime there's international mix-up, there's big buzz worldwide. And um, I, sometimes I just sit back like a fan and I realize how blessed I am to be part of this type of program. <laughs> now, is there any chance that you may find yourself in the ring tonight, or is it kind of, I guess we have to wait and see? Or are you just are you de- devoting all your time to, to cornering your man? Um. Not all of my time because a lot of my time is not going into the pulpit. Um, and so a lot of the things that I do now are before the show and after the show. Um, of course, I'm still on the active roster, but a lot of my time this weekend has to do with before the show and after the show interviews. Now, you first began. Is it true that you began wrestling as ice? Yes, you have. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, why did you change that? That sounds awesome. I don't know. I think um, there was a time when I was wrestling uh, for a promotion in Georgia uh, called Wildside, and every it was during a time in wrestling uh, in the 90s where everybody started using their real name. Uh, so I just started using my real name, and um, and it just kind of stuck after that because it's, you can use your real name for anything, and then whatever nickname you pick up just kind of adds to the list. So now I have my real name and a list of nicknames to go along with it. <laughs> Now, you've been around, I mean, I don't want to make you sound old, but, I mean, seemingly not forever. not sound old because I'm in mint condition, baby. I'm not embarrassed. About you are in mint condition. It, it's incredible. Right. It's, it is incredible, the condition you're in. But you did, you started out in Omega with the Hardys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I started out at Omega, and um, it was a great experience. And I think the greatest thing about it now is that the major players are still out there uh, doing it and, and to be – part of that roster and see what we're still doing uh, in today's setting time, I think is uh, monumental because we, I believe, changed the game of professional wrestling with the style that we were using uh, as a mostly Mexican style and bringing it to America. And now that most people are using that and we are still accepted in that style in this time because we were ahead of our time, uh, I think we're fitting in the time now, and we're more than welcome yeah. in that time. And fans are appreciative to it, and we appreciate that. Hey, Seth, I'm sure Bear City doesn't want to hear this, but what do you feel about, you know, coming up? It seems like the South and Georgia and the and the independents seem to have more shine on them now and seem to be cranking a lot more people and getting a lot more attention now in the last couple of years than they ever have, at least in a long time, kind of taking the attention away from the Northeast and the Midwest again. How do you feel about the rise of the South and, and all these promotions and all these trainers that are down there? 
Can you see you say that one more time? I apologize. There was a switching going on there. Oh, no, no, no problem. It was uh, too much there anyway. Well, how do you feel about the, the rise of some of the wrestlers from the South? AJ Styles, you know, came up from Wild Style, and now he's, okay, you know, on top of right. WWE. Yeah. You guys in, in, in um, ROH. When, when, when you think about wrestling as a whole, um, in the South part, Atlanta, North Carolina, and uh, all, it was a hotbed because of the NWA. Uh, era with Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, and a lot of these people came from North Carolina, came from Atlanta, uh, and our uh, wrestling became a hotbed um, in that area, and so it became very popular. And once it became very popular, it became a lot of people uh, trying out for that sport. However, it was mostly known for its northern assets with WWE and all. So once the southern people started getting southern exposure uh, with places like that, they found out just like you know, living in a place like New York or in California, if you're an actor, it's almost like, you know, a no-brainer to get on there because you're in a place where it's already on fire. And um, with a lot of the stars that have come out of these areas, it's nothing more than proof of uh, the South being the better part of pro wrestling. And I'm saying that right beside Beer City Bruiser, who is now sitting beside me because the car pro has switched <laughs> in this Uber. Sounds like a nice tight squeeze right there. Well, it is really tight. Real, real tight. Real tight. Now, now, tell us a little bit based on based on when you broke in. I presumed it was right out of high school. I mean, did you did you plan growing up, man? As soon as I'm out of high school, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. How how did your career yeah. begin? Well, here here's what happened. Um, I've actually been a wrestler fan since I was three years old, and I wrestled all the way through school on uh, the collegiate teams uh, and all of that. And then when I graduated high school, um, I was just you know I didn't know honestly anything about indie pro wrestling. I didn't I knew nothing about it. All I knew was, you know, the NWA, the WCW, the WWE, uh, or whatever. Or it was WWF at the time and that's all I knew of. Um but when I, I was invited to a uh training camp that uh, which happened to be the Hardy Boys uh, thing because I was at a gift shop or a, a video store and one of the wrestlers there was passing out uh flyers for a local wrestling event they had and I was like, Hey I wrestle, you know and um, I just wanted to see the event or, or be part of it or, you know. And when he explained what type of wrestling it was, you know, and me, I grew up collegiate wrestling uh, doing it, but I was a huge wrestling fan. And so I had no idea there was indie-type wrestling that you could be part of. And so once I found out you could do that on the indie level, man, I, I was told every since. And so uh, I went to the show and I met, you know, Matt and Jeff, and there's a whole lot of, uh, other people there, uh, Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, uh, Jason Hart, uh, uh, Steve Carino, and all these people. When I met them, uh, it, I just I felt like I was part of the WWE in, in a way because I didn't know that the indie scene was so big. If that makes any sense. Now, did you continue on and and go through college as you were wrestling, or what did you what did you do as you were you were starting your wrestling career? As I was wrestling, I, I had a full-time job, and I also was a full-time student. I graduated in manufacturing engineering technology. Um, and then in the work field, while I was uh, wrestling, uh, my wrestling schedule interfered uh, engineering-wise because it's hard to have an engineering job, and they expect you to work, you know, 9 to 5, but you're like, hey, I might need Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Do you mind? They're like, yeah, if you could take vacation days for that. <laughs> so I was kind of forced to take jobs to where – um, I could be off at any time I wanted to. So uh, I went into education, so I started working in education for like five years, and it's a lot easier to get days off because, you know, you have a substitute teacher. 
um, or whatever. And then after that, my schedule picked up more, and I got married, and I needed more money, so I ended up having to leave the educational field and go into jobs like with my friends that own businesses and just like working for them to, to quote unquote uh, support the habit. And um, I just always believed that something would happen to where I would be able to make a living out of this sport. And to, through by the grace of God, uh, it happened. But I honestly didn't think it would take this long. But that's a whole other story. But since it has gone on and, and you've been so consistent and, and so passionate about doing it, did any of your engineering people that, you know, just didn't understand what was going on? Did any of them try to convince you that, like, you know, why don't you give up this ghost and, and do what you went to school for? Or is that just never oh, entered your mind at absolutely, all? Absolutely. Uh, when I, when I, was, I was 21 years old and I was a plant manager um, for Colonial Braces, and I had been there, uh, I don't know, four or five years, uh, maybe longer than, I, I don't know, how, longer than five years, and I had worked up to a plant manager and all, and I was like 21 years old making like good money, you know, and, and the wrestling thing, and it was kind of like a way, which one am I going to take serious and all. And when I told them I was taking wrestling serious, they looked at me and was like, you can make a lot of money doing what you do now and you want to go play. You know what I mean? And sometimes I look back and I kind of wonder what would have happened uh, if I would have changed my mind and went into my field. But then I think about that. If I did, I would always wonder what would have happened if I would have went to my dream, you know, and to be able to make money uh, doing what you would love to do and, and be able to make a living out of it is literally living your dream. And so I really can't change that, you know, for anything. And, and to be able to experience that, you know, how many people can say they live their life uh, doing what they love to do. That's exactly so, right. Nobody ever shares memories about putting money in a 401k. You know what I mean? Oh, right. I do. So, yeah. Come on. Well, yeah, you do, Are actually, you kidding Brian. Me? <laughs> but, but anybody listening, there's, there's some great advantages in that, you know, because the stuff that we do, you know, everybody's like, oh, they're out there, they're having a good time. But there's a lot of risk in what we do, and we know that any night it can end, any day it can end. And then there's a lot of factors on, you know, do you have your insurances in place? Do you have the right medical in place, and do you, are you investing in stocks and bonds? And through by the grace of God, I have a wife who's, who's very smart in that type of stuff to make sure I'm taken care of. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that, you know, the way this sport is going, they, they have it risk at all. They're literally risking it all on the line, life, health, and strength um, to live a dream that may or may not come true, you know. So uh, that just shows how much respect a lot of us fans that, should have for the sport that we forget that these people are not only doing something that's dangerous and all this always entertainment, but you know you're literally volunteering to get into a car wreck every day, literally, you know, and and to do this and, and love and dream to do it and dare to do it and um and 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 be able to make a living out of it. Uh, I believe it needs more respect than what it is getting. I hope not, you're listening to, to mention, this beer city. And not to mention, by the way, I mean, if, despite your pristine condition, I mean, it's you could easily wrestle till 45 and then go and use your education. Whereas if you would use your education until 45, it might have been difficult to break into wrestling at 45. Right, right. And that's, and that's even my uh, minister, why my pastor said the same thing. He said, you know, you can talk forever. He said, but you're not going to be able to wrestle forever. He said, you, you have an uh, opportunity to gain a crowd uh, that you might not be able to gain behind a pulpit, you know, that you might not be able to gain uh, in a later time. So in all aspects, educational-wise, spiritual-wise, 
and athletic-wise, uh, it was the better choice for me to see what I could do with this now. While I was able to do it before, I was uh, getting to other things that I know I can fall into and still I do pretty good at. All right, well, stand by. We're going to head to a break. Back in just a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VB, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Caprice Coleman is joining us here today. Tonight, the Ring of Honor pay-per-view main event. Cody versus Minoru Suzuki for the ROH title, and also Kenny King versus Kushida for the ROH World Television title, available on pay-per-view. And Caprice, before we go, let's get some plugs in for your stuff, your Twitter, Facebook, whatever you'd like to get out there. Uh, Caprice Coleman is the name. Caprice Coleman is the game. Caprice Coleman is the handle. You type in at Caprice Coleman on any of your social media outlets, and you will find my pretty face in the place. That's just how simple it is. I'm Oh, of all the times to lose him. Yeah, we're kind of losing you here, Caprice, but I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. I'll plug everything. You can check him out at Caprice Coleman on Twitter. As he noted, type in Caprice Coleman anywhere, and you'll get everything you need to know about Caprice. Follow him on Twitter. There's info there on his bookings, his Facebook, motivational speaking, and more. So make sure you check that out. We are completely out of time. One quick note, Gabe Sapolsky just tweeted, no WWN event on Flow Slam tonight. Flow Slam not allowing it. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Alvarez for more. Gabe Sapolsky as well. And if anything else happens, we'll talk about it at WrestlingObserver.com today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike, as always, everybody in the studio. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 